Welcome to Hashtag Managed, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of building a booked out social media business. Tune in every week for transparent conversations from a six-figure social media agency owner, sharing the highlights and lowlights of being a business owner, and episodes featuring industry experts to help you start, scale, and book out your own social media management business. Now, here's your host, Jessica Sheehy. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Managed. I'm really excited for today's episode and to introduce today's guest. We are going to have a really amazing conversation. So today I am joined with Gina DeFord. She is the founder and leader behind Babe Crafted's thriving membership for creative, ambitious fempreneurs. And I'm really excited to share that I am a proud Babe Crafted member myself. Gina launched her membership in 2018 because she saw a need in Tampa Bay for a business development club that A, helped women entrepreneurs build relationships with fellow women entrepreneurs, and B, gave women a platform to promote their business and try new things like video without investing a ton of time and money, figuring things out on their own. Today, Babe Crafted's membership serves over 150 women across the United States, Canada, and the UK. You'll find Gina hosting Pinterest-worthy member events around the Tampa Bay area or coaching entrepreneurs online on how to reach and resonate with their dream clients by sharing their story and expertise authentically. Gina, welcome to the Hashtag Manage podcast. Tell me a little bit more about why you started your business. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. It was so, so nice to be invited to collaborate and be on your podcast. So thank you so much for that opportunity. Um, absolutely. So I am celebrating five years as a business owner um, as of this month. So I'm in a really exciting uh, milestone period. It's something I've been looking forward to hitting for a long time. Um, but that being said, you know, five, six years ago, the landscape looked very different, not just for entrepreneurship as a whole, but specifically for women entrepreneurs, you know, around that time, there were starting to be more mainstream conversations happening about women's accomplishments, especially women in business. Um, but I was seeing those conversations happening in large cities, um, cities that I did not live in, like New York, Chicago, LA. And I thought, well, that's really great. I'm excited to learn about these women. I'm inspired by these stories, but I see a lot of really amazing women in St. Pete in Tampa, in Clearwater that are kicking booty, building really creative, interesting businesses. Um, and I wanted to highlight and showcase them. So that was my original um, inspiration for, for launching my business. I wanted to shine a spotlight on those ladies. And then creating the membership happened organically because I realized that these women, you know, while their businesses were amazing and they were accomplishing so much, there was a lot of imposter syndrome. You know, there's a lot of comparison game. There's a lot of, you know, frustration around trying to meet the the, the new demands of what we, uh, you know, should be, could be doing for our marketing. And, you know, so I wanted to bring these women together, provide them with an opportunity to connect um, with like-minded ladies and like learn new skills so they could keep um, kicking butt and like being the face of their brand and feel good about it. I love that. I love that. And congratulations on being in your fifth year of business. I am 
actually celebrating the fifth year in business. My anniversary, business anniversary is in October of this year, and it's very surreal to hit that number five. It's really exciting, and I'm excited to see where the next five years take you in business, Gina. But I agree there are so many similar networking and women's professional development groups in the big cities like Chicago, Philly, New York, and in possibly Miami as well. And Tampa didn't really have anything. And if they did, it, it didn't really align with the type of business I created, the type of business that my clients are in. And it's really remarkable the community that you've brought together of like-minded women entrepreneurs. And even if they're at different levels in business, I've connected with several entrepreneurs who were just starting out, who've been in business way longer than I have. And we all have something to learn from one another. So I'm sure that's part in part the reason why it inspired the membership aspect of that. You mentioned a lot of really important things that I think are not really talked about as often on the online and business and just marketing space in general, like imposter syndrome, all of the shoulds. And I know we're going to dive into all of that as we get deeper into this episode. But before that, I'd love to hear how has your business changed over time with either who you're serving or how you're serving them? Yeah, um, I would so love to share that because you know it's been uh, it's been a roller coaster the past five years, and I want to congratulate you as well on being on your fifth in your fifth year of business. Like that is so so exciting. If we were sitting in front of each other, I would brush your shoulders off uh, and just congratulate you in that way. But um, so yeah, like a lot has changed in the past several years. I'm really proud to have um, contributed to the local community and provide more space for women to gather and learn from each other. Um, one of the things I'm really proud of, you know, is that we have women that are from all stage of business because there is so much we can learn from each other. Like we have all had past lives before we became business owners. There's a lot of really awesome uh, energy and experience to share there. Um, and so uh, can you remind me of what that, oh, pivots. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I had this, this uh, you know, some things I wanted to touch on. So pivots, yeah. So um, when we originally launched our membership, um, our very first member event was in January of 2018. We had 30 founding members. You know, at the time we, we only had members who lived in Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, you know, women who lived close enough to be able to drive to our one in-person event that we'd have per month. You know, um, and and then at the end of 2019, I realized that okay, I would love to create a second level of membership, like one that can be a little more accommodating price-wise for newer business owners, and also that could accommodate for women who live outside of this area. You know, women who live in other cities, other states. You know, like so, um, I launched the digital level of our membership in November of 2019. And that was the saving grace for my business. You know, when the pandemic hit in March of 2020, you know, if it wasn't for ha having that, that digital level that I had already created, I had already created some like infrastructure to be able to serve women um, with virtual events and having a resource library and a more active online community. So that, that, those women that joined as part of that digital level and the women that stuck with me who were on the local level of membership, like they gave me the opportunity to continue to be a business owner throughout the pandemic and then continue to retool what it is we offer, improve upon it. And now it's, we've had our, you know, we have a local version and a digital version now for several years and they work really well together. 
That's amazing. And truly amazing on the timing. I know none of us could have predicted 2020 at all. And especially all of the different events that kind of played out within 2020 and 2021. Um, But I think just by having that digital tier of the membership, I know it opens more doors, like you said, for newer entrepreneurs, because there's, there's times when, you know, you're a new entrepreneur, you just there's so much sticker shock. There's so many things online. There's so many tools and courses and memberships. And a lot of times it comes down to, well, what's the right thing for, for me and for my business. And I think always finding some sort of community is a great starting point because not only you're in the community with all of the resources at hand from the person who started the community, that business, or maybe multiple business owners, but then you have a whole network of people to not only cheer you on, but they get what you're going through. They're there as a sounding board if something is going wrong or if you need to troubleshoot something or to just celebrate wins. It's always fun to celebrate even the smallest of wins in business. A win is a win and it should be celebrated all of the time. So it's great to have that community. So I always recommend for anyone starting out, whether they're, you know, a social media manager or service provider, whether they're wanting to start a brick and mortar business, I don't really think it matters what business you want to start, but just be in the business of connecting with other women entrepreneurs, because there's so many different things that we can learn from them, whether they have created a similar business that we want to create, or maybe we find similarities in ourselves with that. Maybe it's within our age, or if we're moms, or if we're partners, if we, you know, take care of different people in our family, we can always relate on some level. So I love that. And it's really amazing that that pivot was able to keep your business alive and and well and kind of serving those those people because I'm sure and I'm just going to guess maybe you can share on that but I'm sure people really needed that online community especially in 2020 when the world was very unknown Absolutely. I mean, honestly, I mean, there. I think we're we're going to be processing like the trauma of this pandemic for years to come. Um, you know, we have kept moving forward, but there's still a lot of things that we're dealing with. I mean, a lot of people have lost family members. I mean, it's a very serious thing. Um, and that being said, you know, speaking of serious things like your your livelihood, you know, I mean, as a business owner, our businesses are our babies. If you're a mom, well, you have your your people babies and then you have your business baby. Um, so while we were all wading through this entirely new like ocean of uncertainty, you know, it was really important to have people in your corner that you can say like, how are you doing? This is how I'm doing. Like what's working for you? What's not working for you? I mean, some of those like everyday conversations became even more important in 2020, in 2021. Um, because I mean, especially for someone who had like a brick and mortar, there was a lot of pivoting happening there. If you were a product-based business that typically sold your goods at markets, those were no longer happening. If you were a service-based business owner and you were used to generating leads at in-person networking events, I mean, everything had to be retooled um, and changed. So, I mean, if you were already someone who maybe uh, struggled to try new things, I mean, it was just really important to have people that you could lean on for support, um, you know, to do things together. So, absolutely. Yeah, and the... The support and the camaraderie of a community of 
women entrepreneurs. I mean, it is, if you're not in one, it's really hard to describe the feeling, but especially when you are just starting out in business, or maybe you've relocated to a new area, a new city, you know, things are scary. It's scary to put yourself out there. And, but just when you do put yourself out there, that is where amazing things happen. That's where amazing connections happen. That's where you grow. You know, they always say that you grow outside of your comfort zone, which is very true. And for everyone listening to this podcast, you are an entrepreneur. So you are already stepping outside of the normal human's comfort zone by starting a business because not a lot of people do this. And not a lot of people stick with entrepreneurship. So if you're ever feeling down about, you know, looking at people, feeling that imposter syndrome from seeing other people in business or people on Instagram or social media, and it may appear that they're doing better than you. And again, we never want to make assumptions on that, but we want to just know that, okay, we're still winning because we're an entrepreneur. We're putting ourselves out there. We're getting out of the comfort zone. So I love to kind of pivot from that question because I think with putting ourselves out there, right, it comes with confidence. I think we have to have confidence in a lot of different areas in business, but I'm going to go ahead and start by saying that we just need, we just need a little ounce of confidence to get us a long way. So Gina, I'd love to know what advice would you give to a women entrepreneur, um, maybe new in business to help her build up her confidence? Yes. And Jessica, I love that you said an ounce of confidence a moment ago, because I think that that's all we need is a kernel. We can start with that and we can build upon it. You know, um, of course, maybe there are some people out there who were born with confidence and they know they can do it and they're going to go out there and try it and fall and get back up again. And it's no, you know, no big deal. But I, that's not me. You know, I have definitely had to build up my confidence slowly over time. I have failed many times. I have learned my lessons, you know, and I do my best, you know, to just continue to take what I've learned and apply it um, and keep moving forward. The only way to get better is to get started. So it takes practice. And I know that that's not like a sexy answer, but like, that's what I have for you is practice. And if you are intimidated to try something solo, try it with a friend. Like if you're intimidated to go live on Instagram for the first time by yourself, do a collaboration with a friend. Same thing goes really with anything, whether it's a giveaway, whether it's an event, whether it is maybe you're launching some kind of new service, like do it, do it with somebody. Um, and that will help you, I think, give you the, uh, the moxie that you need to move forward, the gumption. Um, I just think it's really important to also lean on your track record, lean on your past wins, you know, like you've done this before, you've done hard things before, you can do it again. So just keep moving forward. Uh, don't be afraid to try. And it just starts with a kernel of confidence and you can go from there. That's honestly really, really great advice because I think it's so simple, but simple in the best way that it's actually actionable, that it's very easy to just say, okay, I'm just going to do it. And I loved what you mentioned about leaning in with a friend and having that friend help you do that Instagram live because it's scary going live the first time and, you know, making sure all the tech is working and Instagram's on our side with actually showing us live to our followers. And then some people start popping on and then it's that 
sort of few quiet or awkward minutes of, okay, what am I going to say, whatnot? But then if you go on with a friend, just go on, have a conversation and highlight each other's wins and expertise and in what you do and just the things that make you unique. And that is going to go such a long way with that. So I think that's really, really great advice. And to your second point, to practice. I think a lot of times, especially as women entrepreneurs, we we want to get things right. We want it to be great. And it's not without saying that you don't have to put out, you know, not great work or subpar work, but you don't have to put the huge pressure on yourself to make it perfect. There's so many times, especially working as a social media manager, where I'm in a lot of strategy sessions with clients and we're talking about new offers or new products or new launches that are happening. And there's a lot of talk about, well, I don't know if I can make this launch work for this date because these small things are not perfect. And the word perfect comes up so many times. And of course, we we want to get it right. But a lot of times, we don't know in, until we try it, especially if it's something very, very new. Sometimes, especially going back to that, you know, launch scenario, just launching it, seeing what people are saying, seeing how it works, do your launch, see how it worked, and then go do it again. You've had that practice and you can keep doing it over and over until you start hitting the results that you want. So I think just just starting and practicing, I think are the two best things for not only for having that confidence that people need in their business, but also to just to do to do everything from marketing to offer iteration to to anything at all. Heck so I think that's yes. And can I share something with you? So I have this quote taped up to my wall with washi tape and it has been there for years. I ripped it out of a magazine called like Darling Magazine. It's a quote from Joanna Gaines and the quote is there's really important work to get done and any amount of time we don't believe we are capable or worthy is a moment wasted. So we have you know, we have the opportunity to make an impact. We have the opportunity to get closer to where it is we want to be. Um, but like we've been talking about, you know, I think a really great theme for this conversation so far has been showing up, you know, so you can make that impact. You can go live on Instagram and connect with someone. You can launch that new offer. You can be the, the speaker of your dreams. It just takes that uh, choose, to, choose to move forward um, and you can't lose, you know, focus on the goal at hand and show up as your best self and you can't lose. I love that. I love that. That is an amazing quote. I love Joanna Gaines. I know she has a new book out. I haven't got my hands on it yet, but I am dying to read the words that she has put in between that book. I know it's going to be really great, but I think that's just really great advice. I often talk on this podcast and it's something that I've started opening up more and more about. And I think the podcast has sort of helped me be a little bit more vulnerable because I, I want to be more vulnerable in sharing my story and sharing lessons that I've learned if they can impact other entrepreneurs. And I didn't just wake up one day deciding that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I actually wanted to be an online entrepreneur for, I don't know the exact time frame, but I want to say about a year and a half to two years before I started Social Savvy. And almost five years ago. And it's not to say that I look back and I regret not starting it. I was in a different phase in my life and I did get offered a really, really great job. Unfortunately, that job just did not work out. I think that was the universe telling me that, okay, you've got it. <laughs> you can do it. Because when I lost that job, 
I was really sad because I thought that that was going to be a great job. It was an amazing job in New York City. It was really exciting work. And it was, you know, that quote unquote dream job that you see in the cliche like rom-com movies. It just was, it seemed like a great fit, Um, but it was short-lived. It was only three months. So that in the day that I lost the job, it, it happened instantly. And at that point, the old me would have thought, okay, let me brush up my resume. Let me start applying for more jobs. Let me start reaching out to different people on LinkedIn to see if I can find another career path um, or another company to work for. But something in me just said, you know what, this is the time to take those social media skills and the marketing skills from that job and go start working with clients. And I did. I took very, very messy action, <laughs> um, but it definitely played off. I mean, here we are five five years later. It definitely paid off um, in a really, really great way. But the messy action is is great. And I think that's the complete opposite of that perfection that sometimes holds us back. Yes. I'm so happy for you that you had this dream that you wanted to be an entrepreneur and you wanted to offer your services, you know, to clients online. Um, I'm so happy that the, that there came that tipping point for you to take that opportunity. Um, and I think that it's important to be sure of our choices. I mean, you made some choices, um, before you had launched your business and, but everything that you experienced and learned you have applied to your now five-year journey. Um, So I'm really happy for past Jessica, and I'm really excited for future Jessica too. Thank you. Thank you. I am too. And it's something that I've really, over the past six months to a year, really started accepting that, that that was the journey that needed to happen. And from that point and from kind of taking that and launching this podcast, it has brought out just a whole new side of me to where I can further empower other entrepreneurs to hopefully start, like take that leap. I know we all have different life circumstances um, and we all have different times to go, but when you know and when you're able to take that leap, just to take it. I think that's really, really important. I know a common thing that we've talked about on this episode is showing up. And I think I want to dive into showing up on social media because I know that's something that we're all told that we need to do it. Sometimes it's a little vague in how we can do it. So I'm really excited to talk about that. So Gina, I'd love to know your advice as to how can we as entrepreneurs use our secret sauce to connect with our dream clients on social media? Yes. Okay. So I love the idea of secret sauce because I mean, the word secret, when you hear that, you think of something that you're not supposed to tell anyone, like it's on the down low, you don't share that. But in business, you know, there's a difference between like proprietary information and like secret sauce. And to me, like secret sauce is, it's not just what you do, but it's how you do it and the how you do it and who you are as in the babe behind the brand. Like that's your secret sauce. Like that is where your dream clients, you know, can really that's where you go from like, oh, I might hire this person to, oh my gosh, like this is my girl. Like this is the person that's going to help me with, you know, whatever the thing is, whether it is coaching, whether it's your website, whether it's your social media, um, you know, the community that you've been dreaming about joining. So I think it's really important to give people that, um, let people in on who you are, why you do what you do, how you do what you do, your values, um, you know, give them a peek into like, 
when things are going great, when things are going not so great, you know, but you're moving forward and, you know, the lessons you're learning along the way and that really endears people to you. Um, it helps them to feel like they know, like, and respect you as a person and people want to do business with people that feel like themselves, you know, not that you have to be a carbon copy of each other, but you know, you definitely want to feel like, okay, Jessica has my back. Like she has my best interests in mind and she's really talented at what she does. And social media is one of the ways we can communicate those things, you know, through our video content, through our stories, through our, through our live content. Yeah. I think I love the way that you broke down what it is to have that secret sauce and that we all have it. It's just a matter of finding out specifically what it is for for us. It's funny, I like to use, you know, I call it just the selling point. There's so many, so many different names for it. But when I'm talking to new clients and one of my favorite questions to ask on a discovery call and then of course go deeper into an onboarding call is what is that unique selling point that you have? Because when I may not know exactly what you do. A lot of our clients are really, really skilled experts in their perspective fields. And I didn't go to school for that. I don't have a background in that. But I do know how to create social media content using that unique selling point that my clients have because it's just putting it on a pedestal. It's just shining the light so bright on that. And that's what's going to set them apart from their competitors. That's what's going to attract their dream clients and customers to work with them. And it's oftentimes the simplest of things because I think sometimes we can really get wrapped up and I'm definitely speaking from experience here. In some parts of business, you know, we're just so fixated on something and we want to get it right and we want to make it very advanced or very robust. But a lot of times it's the most simple things. It's the most simple thing that's our secret sauce or it's the most simple thing that we do for our clients. Not to say that that's not right or wrong, but it's simple. So it's just by sharing that and putting that message on social media makes the biggest impact. So I think that's really, really great advice for someone who's not sure how to show up on social media and, and of course, kind of taking that advice from the top of the episode about, okay, having that confidence to show up. Because I think those two parts together, I think you're going to feel really equipped and really, really good about how you do show up on social media, which is the most important thing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I love also that you've said, Jessica, that, you know, women business owners, we want to be, we want to do things right. And sometimes like a lot of the time, actually, that can keep us from trying new things that can keep us from putting ourselves out there. But I'll be frank, I'm not looking to do business with people who are perfect. I'm not I'm not in search of people who always do everything right and never have made any mistakes. Like I'm looking for people who have my best interests in mind, who, you know, who are talented, who can do the job, but also who have accountability. Like it is okay to make mistakes. Like we can figure this out together and move forward. Um, Perfection is, I don't know, I think that uh, it's just irrelevant in the vocabulary uh, when it comes to entrepreneurship, irrelevant to the experience of being an entrepreneur, because, you know, being an entrepreneur is a very, um, you know, a business is a living, breathing thing. You know, it's constantly evolving. You know, the only way to move forward is to continue to evolve based on your experience, based on the feedback from your clients, from the people that you work with, collaborate with, et cetera. Um, so, and it, so it's a very, it's very close to 
being that human experience, you know, and it's, it's imperfect, but that's how we like it. It feels good that way. It is joyful that way. Um, it's a positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, one of my favorite quotes just to, that I, I keep in mind in business, but I also keep in mind in my personal life is that imperfect is beautiful. And that's something that, especially when I'm communicating with our team, for example, I always want to leave the door open to nothing has to be right. That's definitely not the type of person I am. It's certainly not the type of leader that I want to be in my business. Um, you know, I don't, I don't need, I don't need things to be perfect in all the time because I'm not perfect all the time. Um, so I really, I really love that point about it because I think, you know, business is never perfect, but that's, that's almost the beauty in it. There's, that's the reason why we sometimes need to pivot. That's the reason why we sometimes need to show up differently. Um, but I think that's all really, really important. So I, I love your point of view and advice on that one, Gina. I'd love to know if you had to give one piece of advice to a business owner who is just starting out in their business, what would it be? That's a great question. Um, and I feel like, you know, there, I want, I want people who are just starting out to know that there's no one way to do everything, you know, like it is important to try other ways of doing things, but also to find your own way. Um, and I want to, uh, I want to pull a quote from one of our past members. Um, her name was Jessie and she owned, uh, she had a skincare company and she said that it's really important to find your own rhythm. And she said that in reference to motherhood, but I think it very much applies to business as well. So try new things, you know, take inspiration and advice from others, but also like take good notes and find your own path, celebrate your wins along the way, document those wins because our minds, you know, we tend to focus on uh, the next goal, the next thing, you know, things that maybe didn't go as like we would have planned instead of focusing on like, wow, look at all this, look at this mountain of stuff that I have, uh, come through. Look at this mountain of accomplishments that I have, you know, in my, um, uh, in, on my track record. So I think it's important to, to take good notes, um, for our wins as well. And just, you know, just know that every, um, all of the time and energy that you're pouring into your business, you know, like you might not, Steve Jobs, I think said it best. He said, you can see that the dots connect when you look backwards. So it is important to keep moving forward, even if you don't quite know where you're headed. If you are passionate about what it is you're doing and you're continuing to learn and grow along the way, you know, back to what I said earlier, like you can't lose. Yeah, that's really, really great advice. And I, I love that you touched on that because I think we're we're often sometimes sold the dream of here's the roadmap to XYZ that will, you know, get the desire or the dream that you're after. And oftentimes that is the roadmap that worked for that person. And that's why it yielded incredible, beautiful results because it was true to that person. It was what they needed. It was part of their secret sauce. It was part of their experience and their background. And it's the things that they've applied from all of the areas of their life into their business for their clients or customers. But it's something that's not translated over all of the time. Inside our collective community, which is for social media managers wanting to start and grow their own social media management business, the whole 
big thing that I love to share about it is that there's no framework. There's no roadmap. There's no, this is what you need to do to get to this level. This is what you need to do to get to that revenue. There's none of that. And I think that's what has created a really powerful community because it's really embodied what makes everyone so different. Are we all social media managers inside there? Of course. We don't work with the same clients. We don't do the same types of work. Um, We're not the same humans. We're not the same people. Um, And we're all in different stages of life. So it's really, really cool to see people get to different levels in business through different paths. It's, It's really fascinating to see because there's no, you know, A through Z roadmap on how to get there. So I love that advice. I think that was really, really great for for new entrepreneurs and business owners. So for my final question, this has been such a great episode. So many great things that we've touched on. I'm personally so excited to go back and listen to all the different points that we talked about on confidence and just showing up because I think whether we're just starting out or we're a few years or we're a seasoned entrepreneur, it's something to always kind of brush up on and keep in our keep in our tool belt. So Gina, I'd love to know how has social media deepened the connections with your audience? And how has social media impacted your online business? Absolutely. And so I want to um, I want to begin from a place of transparency. You know, social media does not always come easy to me. Um, I've learned a lot along the way. Like even though uh, the bulk of my background is in social media, I still get intimidated by it. I still sometimes, you know, uh, I'm not as consistent as I'd like to be. But that being said, um, I love that social media helps me to get connected with women that I may have never crossed paths with otherwise. You know, it is so awesome that I can share a peek into what it is we do at Babecrafted, like the experience of our events, you know, the the way that our members support each other, like the the coaching tidbits that I get to share within the group as well. Um, and Instagram and Facebook give me the power to do that. Um, another thing I think is really wonderful is when, let's say, you know, a new follower um, will follow us on Instagram and I have the opportunity to send her a voice message and say, Hey girl, Hey, I'm so excited to meet you. You know, I can call to something that I saw that I thought was amazing in their feed or their bio. And sometimes that turns into a full blown conversation about goals and what she's working on. And those are the types of conversations that I really live for. Like I love to cheerlead and, um, connect women with women who can, you know, where they can help each other um, grow and move forward to reach those goals. So social media for me is an opportunity to, um, to storytell and also share, share love for other entrepreneurs, like no matter where they may be in their journey, whether they're experiencing a mountaintop moment and they're celebrating a big milestone, or maybe they're having a really challenging day and just, you know, could use a little feedback, a little pep talk, you know, I am here for all of it. And, Um, You know, social media is, it's definitely important to have boundaries and to give ourselves plenty of grace, but there's just so much opportunity to, um, to connect with other amazing people. And that's something that I'll always be grateful for. I love that. And I really do appreciate your transparency because that's something that I, it's one of the things that I value as well. And I always want people to know that no matter how consistent or how great even our social media feeds look or how things look, just know that there's been preparation and plans in that. And there's been things that have gone wrong. And there's times where 
you know, I, I can't fully show up for different things going on, or there's times where I create content and I wonder, and I think, you know, even five years in, I'm like, is this the best content that I can put out for our audience, for our people? And so that, I love that transparency because I think that's something we all, we all work on and we all kind of internally struggle with and go back and forth with on. So I really love that and love your approach to making those connections and sort of going straight from follower to friend. I hope that's not too much of a corny analogy there, but that's what I'm thinking, especially when I, you know, I remember when we connected on Instagram, I remember that DM voice note. I really do. So it's, it's something that is so good just to really build that connection. Um, Well, thank you so much, Gina, for sharing with us today. It has been such a really great conversation and I'm really excited that we got to do this. So where can our listeners find out more about you and Babe Crafted? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. I think going from follower to friend is the perfect analogy. So thank you for sharing that. And people can find me at babecrafted.com. They can follow me on Instagram at babecrafted and um, also sign up for our email list so they can find out what events they can take part in. You don't have to be a member to join us for an event. So I look forward to learning more about um, the goals and focus of the amazing people that are tuning in. Amazing. Thank you so much, Gina. And definitely if you're tuning in, we'll put in all the information for Gina's links and information about signing up for the email list to learn about the events, learn about the membership and to connect with Gina in the DMs on Instagram. Thanks again for joining us, Gina. And thank you all for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next week with another episode of Hashtag Managed. Are you ready to create your own social media business that fuels your dream life? Whether that is financial freedom, time freedom, or anything else, this guide is your ultimate roadmap to building a sustainable social media management business. Inside this free guide, you'll learn how to build a sustainable business with the exact steps that I took to build my six-figure agency, why you started this business in the first place, and determine what you want to get out of it, how to scale your business beyond being a solopreneur social media manager. After this episode, go to the show notes to download your roadmap or type in socialsavvyhq.co forward slash podcast in your browser to access it there. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Hashtag Managed. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Come back next week for another new episode of Hashtag Managed. We'll see you then.